Welcome to Awakening Genius. This is a podcast and community dedicated to your inspiration and your elevation so that you can live fully creatively expressed. I'm your guide, Dijon. Thanks for being here. Stay tuned in to get lifted. Before we get started today, I wanted to invite y'all into something very special. If you resonate with this energy that we're expressing here, then this is something that you will probably enjoy. It's an opportunity to deepen with our community and expand your current network of creatives. We now have a program here at Awakening Genius that is designed to help you embody the infinite creative potential that you have. We all have equal amounts of creative possibility living within us, and it's our work to embody it and ground it so that we can consciously co-create a world together. Now, some of us don't identify with the label artist, but being an artist is not about whether you express yourself through a specific medium like painting or drawing. Being an artist is the level of presence you hold when you do anything. That's why an original painting is infinitely more valuable than a print because the artist actually interacted with that painting and infused it with their energy and consciousness. Art is an energetic transmission and it's not limited to the things we traditionally think of as art. When your grandmother cooks you a meal and infuses it with love, that is artistry in action. So inside of the Awakening Genius container, You learn how to cultivate high vibrational energy into the temple of your body through yogic practices. And then you will practice wielding that energy through creative exercises with community and play shops led by a diverse range of creatives. So you can express your artistry however you choose to. If that sounds intriguing to you and you wanna learn more and you wanna deepen with us, go visit www.awakeninggenius.club The link is also in the show notes, so you can access it there. We're looking forward to building with you, and now let's get into the episode. Dear friend, Megan Zimmering was hosting a documentary screening for my film, and Kat just showed up, and she was sitting next to me on the couch, and um, I really dug her embodiment and her presence, and we talked afterwards, and she had insightful things to say, and she was just a warm person, so I was like, damn, this place is cool. I think I want to move here. Fast forward nine or ten months later, she's sitting in my living room. And we had her on to help talk about relationships. I gave you my perspective on some relationships things, but she's going to bless us with some knowledge. So thanks for being here, Kat. Oh, my God. Thank you for the introduction. I'm so flattered. Yeah, my pleasure. 
I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to have you. So we were talking about a couple of things, and and one thing you mentioned before we came on was the power of play,、mm. and just that phrase in and of itself really speaks to me, and. People get so serious, and play is something I don't think we really value. But、yeah. I can see it in your eyes and your spirit that it is something you value. So, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you know, tell us about it. It's so funny because I think when people ask me what's your superpower, if you had a superpower, what would it be? And I'm like, I have a superpower, and that's because that's I can get anybody to play with me. <laughs> mm. Mm. I love you know pay, playfulness is. Such a powerful experience, and yet we as adults, at some point, we stopped playing, and I think we're all hurting because of it. We're in this society that perpetuates this go mentality or produce as much as you can, as quick as you can, and we have all this ability to do so many things at the same time. But because of it, we're all stressing ourselves out, and we're wearing out our bodies, or we, when it comes to relationships. We get all heavy processing all the time, or we have to communicate all the time, and we forget about the medicine of just being playful, being light, to set the heavy processing aside for a night, <laughs> and just enjoy each other's company,、mm. enjoy our own company. But we put so much pressure on ourselves that if we aren't producing something, then this time is wasted.、Mm. It's great we have a purpose. It's great we have a mission. But if we don't create that space, and we have to create it to play, then we just burn out. I love that. I love that insight. <laughs> What are some of your favorite ways to play? Oh my god! So I view play as a mindset.、Mm. First of all. And so it can be incorporated in anything that we do, and when we think about a mindset of play, it's this ability to we can look at it similar to the state of flow. When we lose track of time, there's timelessness. We're totally immersed into whatever it is that we're doing. There's not a goal-oriented action, so we're not looking for an end result. We're not looking to produce something. We're just doing it for the sake of enjoyment. And there is a desire to continue doing whatever it is that we're doing. So if we apply that to, we can apply that to many things that we're doing, including our work. Can we make work a play mindset? So on that level, I'm playing a lot. <laughs> <laughs> But when I'm、uh, specifically some things I like to do for play, I love acro yoga.、Mm. I love yoga in general. Because I love just being in that movement type of play. I love playfulness in discovering myself. There are so there are many different types of play too, and one of those being able to drop into my own mind or read about things is really playful for me.、Mm. Like I love discovering new things. I love like diving in my mind and be like, "What's in there?" kind <laughs> of thing. But even just playing outside with friends in nature or. Going to painting. Painting is another big way that I play, or writing. So creative aspects for me are very playful.、Hmm. Yeah, you were just showing me some paintings, and I'm super blown away by your talent. I don't know if that's、thank、something you. you show very many people, so I feel honored that you would share it. Eee, thank you. 
Yeah. Do you feel like you started to learn about the importance of play when you were doing work with couples and there was so much processing or is it just innately who you always have been? I would say it's uh, both. Yeah. I think I developed, I realized how much I needed play given I'm a recovering type A personality. <laughs> <laughs> so it was constantly like, how much can I get done in one day? Yeah. And then my mind would be focused on the future idea of what I was going to produce. And I found myself perpetually in future tripping. So not participating in this moment right here in front of me. I was always out in the future or what I could do or my potential and not here and now. Painting has always been a part of my life and that's been a meditative but also a fun way for me to be with myself. So it's always play and then I have a very playful personality. Like I love being silly, I love mm. being goofy. When I'm talking, I'm very animated with my face and with my hands. Like you can't see me right now. <laughs> it's definitely a theatrical show uh-huh. <laughs> on my face. And I think that is such it creates space for myself, but I think it also creates space for other people to be here now and to be authentic. And that's a very vulnerable and be full on through play. I totally feel you and appreciate the energy you're sharing because I can feel it. It's palpable right now. And I'm so glad to have this feminine presence here because so much masculine are like life hacks or how to <laughs> the four hour work week, you know, how to get through these processes with maximum efficiency and to optimize things. And it's yeah, but what about just like, why don't we feel good like right now in the yeah. moment and like experience pleasure without a destination. And even when we're thinking about efficiency, a lot of times it's or trying to get through the week or trying to get through this or trying to, but even with that mentality, we're not really, again, participating with the moment. And so what are we trying to get to? What are we going to do after that, those four hours of your work week? <laughs> Hopefully it's freeing up time so that you can play. Yeah, right? yeah. Hopefully you do play. Right. And that's the thing. A lot of us have developed in our minds that we can't do something until we've accomplished something. Mm-hmm. So we can't let ourselves enjoy our time until we're done with our to-do list or until we're done with whatever it is that we're on. And then when we do that, if you think about it, we're never done. So we can't wait for life to make the space for us. We have to create that space. Mm -hmm. And for many of us, we have that deserving mentality. I, I have to deserve something. I can't enjoy. I can't be in pleasure. I can't be this until this is done Mm. or a punishment ethos where we make decisions based on to avoid pain punishment criticism but what about just making a decision based on because it feels good right acting on your highest excitement Mm -hmm. yeah i so agree with that perspective i feel like the highest form of consciousness is joy and play like conscious joy and play and i remember learning about nietzsche when i was studying philosophy in college and he talks about the first stage is the stage of innocence 
And then you lose mm. the innocence and become familiar with the ways of the world and become somewhat disillusioned. And then the third stage is when you quote unquote know how fucked up the world is and you choose to embody the childlike state, even with that knowledge. Oof, oof, yes. You and Nietzsche just right there saying yeah. the same thing. He's my homie. Thank you so much for sharing that. And you also share your own podcast. You want to tell us anything about that? Yeah, so my podcast is Eat, Play, Sex. And it's about everything related to nutrition, sexuality, relationships, and playfulness as a medicine. Hmm. Because I believe that each of those impact our, our sexuality, impacts our ability to be in relationships. If our body doesn't feel good, that impacts how we're able to show up in any of those ways. Hmm. Wonderful. And do you want to drop your Instagram for people? Yes. Yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> so people can find me on Sex Love Yoga, sexloveyoga.com, or on Instagram as Sex Love Yoga. And every day I write something about uh, related to sex, relationships, or embodiment, because I find that yoga is such the medicine for embodiment. Mm. And maybe we can look forward to some of your paintings being the visuals for your <laughs> writing as well. Thank you for that inspiration. I do believe we will. <laughs> All right, guys. I think we will be having Kat Meyer back here again. It's lovely to have you. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Stay tuned for next week's episode of Awakening Genius. We out. I hope you enjoyed that episode of Awakening Genius and that you feel closer to embodying your full creative expression. If you like what we're doing here, leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Connect with us on social media at Awakening Genius. And if you want to go deeper into anything we talked about on this episode, you can go to AwakeningGenius.club. This is Dijon. Much love. Peace. <laughs>